Hi, and welcome to the official podcast of Rome Review, the only podcast to be produced by English speakers for English speakers from inside the walls of the Eternal City. Hello, and welcome to the Rome Review podcast, episode 20. I'm Charlie Q. We'll begin the eve of this new year with a special segment for those in the eve of a new life. Tiny K, our resident vegetarian, has put together a comprehensive report for pregnant women living in Rome. It was recorded this past September, and I am pleased to report that on October 10th, she became the proud mother of a beautiful baby boy. Our congratulations to her and Big M. How should I start this? Should I just start with like the, the first line or should I read the title? Yeah, just say, well, I'm just trying to think. In the last one that you did, I don't you remember. know, I'm, I'm Tiny K, a vegetarian in Rome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, <laughs> I'm Tiny K and I am knocked up. <laughs> <laughs> but not out. <laughs> Yeah, is that, isn't that the title? It is. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My students are going to hear this, though. <laughs> They'll forget. They have short-term memories. Yeah. Ready when you are. Did you just record that? I did. I'm going to keep that in the files. <laughs> oh. Hello, I am Tiny K, and I am knocked up, but not out. This segment is about being pregnant in Rome. Congratulations, you are expecting a little bundle of joy. There's a lot to do and a lot to plan before they arrive. And if you are a foreigner living in Rome, things may be a little more complicated than if you were birthing in your home country. I am 35 weeks along, and in the hopes of saving others a few headaches, I've compiled a list of resources should you or someone you love find themselves in the family way. Please note that this is not an exhaustive list, but rather one that mirrors my own personal experiences. Luckily, many of my resources can point you in the direction of even more information. These resources can be found at romereview.com forward slash podcast. Word. The first thing you should know is that the word for pregnancy in Italian is gravidanza. It's actually one of my favorite Italian words because it sounds like grave dancer, in English. And really, there's nothing more opposite to death than birth, so I like to picture a lovely round pregnant woman dancing in a graveyard. No disrespect intended, of course. La gravidanza. If you want to say, I am pregnant, you can say, sono incinta. Just be prepared then for a barrage of questions from curious strangers about when the baby is due, have you chosen a name, and will the baby be born in Rome? In case you were wondering, if both parents are foreigners living in Italy, the baby will take on their nationality or nationalities and not be an Italian citizen. The baby can only become Italian if they decide to do so after their 18th birthday, and it may be required that he or she is still living in Italy. Italian attitudes towards pregnant women. Italians in general are very, very kind to pregnant women. Cars will magically stop in the street to let you cross. Strangers will leap up out of their bus seats for you, at least most of the time. And don't be surprised if a crowd of strangers parts like the Red Sea to allow you to check out at the grocery store ahead of all others. I'm getting so used to being treated like a queen, it'll be hard not being pregnant after the baby arrives. 
Luckily, Italians also adore children and especially babies. So it's really a great country for procreating and raising small children in, even if the birth rate in Italy is actually the lowest in the entire world. That just makes you and your little bundle all the more special and exotic. Finding a doctor. First things first, you are going to need a doctor and a good one at that. Ask your female contacts in Rome if they recommend anyone in particular. If you use the public healthcare system, you can ask your general practitioner to refer you to a gynecologist slash obstetrician. From what I have heard though, there is a huge demand and it can take weeks or even months to get an appointment. My Italian friends tend to go with private doctors and I did the same as well. Luckily, most are fairly affordable even if you don't have health insurance. For English-speaking doctors, look into Dr. Elizabeth Trouvé of the Aventino Medical Group or Dr. Nico Nauman of the Margarita Medical Center. Dr. Trouvé tends to be more traditional in terms of overseeing hospital-slash-private clinic births, whereas Dr. Nauman tends to be a good option for those looking for a more natural, drug-free birth in Rome, although he does both. You can also find midwives who may or may not speak English to deliver your baby at a birthing center called Il Nido. Their website is only in Italian, but they do occasionally offer birthing classes in English. They also offer a number of other activities, usually in Italian, for prenatal yoga, breastfeeding help, mother meetups, etc. Blood tests and other delights. It's a good idea to find a clinic nearby that can do blood tests for you on a near monthly basis. You'll be sent for these a lot, along with other possible tests like cardiograms, urine analysis, and possibly a glucose test for gestational diabetes. I use one clinic in my neighborhood called Cardiolab Monteverde Vecchio. However, there are analysis clinics all over the city, in every neighborhood. You can also go to the Fate Bene Fratelli Hospital at Isola Tiborina. They happen to be the only place open in August in Rome, so I ended up going there a few times as well. You just show up at 7.30 a.m., take a number, pay the clerk, get another number, and a doctor will perform your test. Make sure the clerks can see your pregnant belly and they usually wave you past the hordes of people to the front of the line. Nice. Ask your doctor to rec recommend a place to get ultrasounds. I like Artemisia, at Via Losordo 40 and Dr. Alekino, who is very sweet and speaks a teeny bit of English. Maternity wear and baby gear. Finding good maternity clothes in Rome is much more difficult and expensive than in the US, for example. OVSC may have one or two racks of not so stylish maternity clothes hidden away near the plus size aisle. There's also prenatal, Sara Menonove, and H&M. I personally shopped at Promode for as long as I could get away with buying their non-maternity bigger sizes and stocked up in the US during my summer visit. A new mom friend of mine also told me about a wonderful new store in Rome called The Milk Bar. They specialize in maternity clothes, nursing gear and accessories, and even offer classes and a garden to feed your little one into boot. For more information, see the resources at romereview.com forward slash podcast. I plan to go this week to try it out. Baby gear can be found in almost all pharmacies, department stores, and in specialty shops that are too numerous to mention. If you have any trouble finding anything specific, I recommend ordering what you need in English 
on the UK versions of both eBay and Amazon. Both can mail goods to Italy, though be careful that you don't end up paying more for shipping than the item you are buying. Emotional support and other resources. Other helpful links found on the Rome Review website um, that will help you receive more guidance include Rome Mama, which has a great discussion forum for pregnant women and new mothers in Rome, La Leche League, which is a breastfeeding resource and instruction, Angloinfo.com, which talks about administrative details about having a baby and all those wonderful forms that you will be asked to fill out, and the English Yellow Pages, which has English resources, clinics, and businesses in Rome. And finally, don't forget to poll your friends, family, and female co-workers living in Rome if they have already been through a pregnancy here for advice, tips, and tricks. You may find a few months down the road that soon you'll be the one giving advice to the newly knocked up. Happy baking and in bocca al lupo. That was perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I'm going to give birth during the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> The end of 2009, the end of my 11th year in Rome. And that makes it official. Rome is now the city in which I have lived the longest, surpassing the former record holder, the city of my Montessori and elementary years, Nashville, Tennessee. Such a statement not only calls for nostalgic reflection, but one that deserves to be wondrously strange. Did I have even the slightest hint back in 1978, as I marveled at the infinite rows of cardboard boxes of comic books in The Great Escape, gleefully flipping through the plastic-wrapped back issues of The Micronauts, Man-Thing, Rom, Red Sonia, Adam Warlock, and What If, that one day, 20 years later, I would find myself in a room surrounded by two plastic crates of clothes and cherished possessions neither of which, gasp, contained a single comic book. And it was in that very room, in a building on Via Santa Croce in Gerusalemme, in Rome, that I would collapse on a bed, and just before passing out from exhaustion, exclaim, My God, what have I done? Indeed, what I have done. The other evening at a festive gathering, I was asked at different times a question popular with Italians I meet for the first time. What are you doing here? They say with a certain degree of disbelief, and perhaps disapproval that I'm not taking greater advantage of perceived birthrights. I provide the answer I think such a question deserves and reply, I ask myself that question every day. My response usually gets a chuckle or two, and it's a great way to move the conversation along to other topics. Of course, the real answer is easy and has little to do with where in the world I am at the time. What is it? A good question. I'm Charlie Q. Join me again in the new year for another episode of Rome Review. English Tongues in the Eternal City. <laughs>